How do we even start this conversation? Um, is it is this first one on JK Parlay or is it gone on Lofty Thoughts? On JK Parlay. Do you want to intro with on what we're doing? Um, today on JK Parlay we'll be talking about. Oh yes, we'll be. T- I feel stress. Blue glasses. Huh? Oh, you got this and we're at the table. I know this feels with a cool tea in your hand. It feels very serious, that's all. It is, it is. But yeah, we'll be talking about what's going on in in the world. Serious conversations and that. And I hope that you watch the whole thing so you get the whole context. They'll be watching 10 seconds and then be thinking, oh, he, she said this, he said that. What? Watch the whole thing. Open your brain, please, and thank you. Be immersed fully. And just... Enjoy the conversation. Think about what's being said. And um, the first episode, well, the first few parts maybe depending on how long we record for will be on the jk parlay youtube channel um and it'll be available on anchor breaker google Podcasts, pocket cast radio public and spotify Mm -hmm. um and then the second part of it what soundcloud you already said soundcloud no it's soundcloud (laughs) you have every okay carry on yeah um so then the second part of it will be on uh, Lofty Thoughts podcast, which is available on is it the same platforms? Yeah, on those same platforms. Um, so yeah, there's four of us today. All four siblings are here. Do you want to introduce everyone? Oh yeah. So let's go from oldest to youngest. Yeah. Kind of already talking. No, 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 no. No, let's just start with the hosts. True. Well, we're your hosts. Jamal <laughs> and Kayla, uh, and we are the J and McKay in JK Parlay, yeah, of Cookie Mouth Studios. That's it, really. Oh, are we and going it. through proper introductions now? Then, no, no. name introductions, just names. First. Oh, fine. Hi, everybody. I'm DJ, the older sister. Was it that? Hey, carry on. Yeah, that's the name we're choosing to use today. That's what that's for. Yeah, after the sentences. Yeah, people don't know how we talk, so. Oh, okay. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. So yes, I'm DJ, their older sister. That's the name I'm choosing to use today. Yeah. Of course. No, you actually need to talk up because the last time, like on mine, it was so quiet. Project. Yeah. So Lamar, that's it. Second child, second born. First by child. Mm. So it goes DJ, Lamar, Jamal, and she. And she did. Oh, so yeah, we'll be talking about present day first, what's going on right now. Yeah, then. Are going to introduce the topic as a whole? Oh. Um, I didn't, how do you even do that? We just say. So we're talking about race, colour. Things of that nature in the present day. I don't know. Twenty. It's twenty twenty. The current date is. It's Wednesday. The third. The third of, of June. June. Thirteen days to my birthday. No one. I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's been protests. Instagram. What would you even call it? Like. Social Instagram media. trend thingy. But it's not a trend though, it's based on actual real life. It is. No, but I'm talking about there's been like... Trends that have come... Uh... Well, a lot of online dialogue. That's, That's the one. Yeah. That's it. See, this is what you should have done that show. Yeah, because you know English. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point, is that we don't know English and we just... Chat words. Yeah. Oh, no. you, I do. you were doing alright. Was I? Yeah. You have to no. learn, you know. I can learn by listening. Um, no, that's not how it works, love. Well, you can learn in the presence of. <coughs> oh, fine. So, welcome to this next episode of JK Parlay. 
Um, so with everything going on concerning George Floyd, um, Black Lives Matter and issues around race and anti-blackness, police brutality, we've all felt the need to talk about it. I mean, we talk about it amongst ourselves, but we want to take the opportunity to talk about it in the form of a podcast. Um, not necessarily for anybody else's benefit to kind of like to cuddle or to explain ourselves or anything like that, but just so that we're getting what we want to say off our chest. And also to have it documented. I mean, at these times at the moment, it's a really weird time like with the pandemic going on with COVID-19. And then and it, additional instances of police brutality on top of that. Um, things are feeling a little bit different at the moment. So that is what we will be talking about. It would probably be a lengthy conversation. Each of us will have unique perspectives on this. There's four of us. So, yeah. Four corners of the world are covered. Jokes. Four corners of our world are covered. Oh wow! Mm. Are we coming from? Are we going to describe like the directions that we're coming from? Because no, it all come across. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so first, we, I guess we just have to start with what's going on with what happened in Minnesota, Minnesota? Minneapolis. What, Minneapolis, Minnesota. What's kicked things off? Why are people yeah. talking about this? Why is this something to talk about? Because the world's a scary place right now. Well, yeah, there was the incident, incident, the murder of George Floyd. The, not even the first of the first, just the one that was. It's not even covered. the most recent now. No. Yeah. No. There's been loads. It's, it's, it's a mad thing to say, but it's not the first or the last. Within the last week. What a wildness. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and watch how it's reported as well, alleged. That's how they're still reporting it. Or for um, just a police officer now on his neck, rather than describing it as escalated, killed, murdered. Suffocated. But again, whatever, it doesn't matter. I was going to say we should, we should explain what that is, but... Yeah. You should know. It's, it's like trying to... It's going into like some legalistic terms, isn't it, the differences... Between when it's what? kind of irrelevant between murder and manslaughter and is it? I was as in I was going to break down the facts. Oh, okay. Of like, <coughs> so it's so he's trying to use a twenty dollar bill to pay for something. A shop shop owner thought it was oh this is a forward thing. Called police. Twenty dollar bill. Yeah. Called the police. Was some, I heard it was about a check. That's right. what yeah. I heard initially, but I've heard something else about it. It's about a $20 bill. Either uh, way, it, was, it, it wasn't for it was anyway. But he was suspected of, of trying to pay with... with fraud. Um, tender. Illegal tender. Counterfeit money. Mm. Or mm. just writing a bad check. Um, police... Yeah. The shop owner calls police. Police arrive. Um, according to CCTV and from like different camera footage, you can see that he was detained... He had his hands behind his back, sitting on the ground, and conversations were being had with police officers. We then see him being dragged up and then taken into the police car, and then yeah, some sort and of like beating some sort of tough, so, some sort of back and forth, some like physical aggression being shown on the side of the police officers. We can't see inside the car to see what George's response was, what what happened exactly there. Um, but the popular footage that we saw was of, from just a member of the public who was observing um, a police officer, well, from the angle that she recorded it, we saw one police officer who was trying to restrain, is that the right word? Restrain? Detain, restrain. Not detain, because he was already detained in police custody, technically, but... Was trying to like. He was trying to hold him down and to stop him from struggling or whatever. But his method of doing that. This is Derek. What's his name? Chauvin, something like that. Derek is his first name. Derek. Moving on. So, Mister Derek. No, not the police. The police. Um. Twelve. Used a method that was not within. The police guidelines, it's not one of their approved methods of holding someone. And so he decided to use his knee and to place it on George Floyd's neck 
and to apply pressure there and sat essentially put like his full weight, blood, full body weight on that knee and remained there for nine minutes whilst Mr George Floyd you can see him struggling for breath I mean it's quite similar to when people describe drowning it's not necessarily that you're completely under the water and you're like like bubbles kind of thing it's possible to drown whilst you're kind of like half in half out of the water and that's kind of what you can hear from Mr George Floyd it's like he's able to verbalize I can't breathe I can't breathe but each breath that he kind of like inhales gets shorter and shorter and then we just get this like blood curdling um like final gasp for breath near like nearing like the nine minute mark in the video and there's, there are members of the public that are kind of screaming and shouting at the officer, to which he doesn't respond in any sort of way to check on um, the person that he's trying to detain. He doesn't, like, think, oh, maybe I do need to, like, or just shift the position of my knee or anything like that. In fact, you can see him kind of, like, just lean even further in to what he's doing. He puts his hands in his pockets. There's this sort of just apathetic or even just this almost like he's enjoying what he's doing but he's just barely able to cover it up like able to like contain his joy at what he's doing and so that's what has kicked off just this new wave of anger and just rage from not just black americans but from black people globally because anti-black racism is a global issue so that's the standpoint that we're coming from yeah. mm. Mm. anyway so that's um step one yeah of what we're talking about the lead up i guess what's people's initial responses to it did they hear about it a lot or did they just how did i hear about it um, i think i saw it on the news Mum was just on Twitter, I think. So oh, Twitter. Twitter, I, I think, yeah. I stayed away. In the last couple of weeks, I stayed away from social media in general just because mm. I don't really like it at the minute. Um, That's true, actually. Then, you two are not very big on social media. No. Nah, not unless I feel like it for a day. Mm. Other than that, I'll, I'm ghosting for most of the time. Mm. So I think I heard about it on Twitter. Well, saw the video on Twitter. Mm. And um, as you do in that situation, you get really angry or upset. And be like, what's going on? Everyone needs to see this. And then I just posted and retweeted and, and stuff like that. Well, I think it was, it was either that or on Instagram where I just like reposted it. But I think that that's p- part of an issue anyway of like just reposting the murder of someone. <laughs> on something, on I heard what's been described as like, just the public lynching, really. Mm. When, when everyone's seeing it and everyone's, exp- it's like a community experience watching this man die. Mm. It yeah. Like a, a so it's like lynching. if we were all there, just like similar to the actual real situation where you've got members of the public just that, that are standing at a distance, but essentially like standing in some sort of like semicircle around the police officers. I mean, from a different angle, you could actually see that it was three officers sitting yeah. on his body and well, not just the one guy. Anymore. But from the video it seems like the most pressure and like that final the thing that killed George Floyd was the knee on the neck as well as like the general pressure on like your midsection yeah because even like a little bit on your back will win you I mean that's how um, what's the guy who's selling cigarettes Eric Garner. Eric Garner. That was um, my first that, thought. That was, he was exactly the similar thing. Yeah, but um, that was Vera Chokehold. Chokehold and obviously bodies on top of him. Oh, yeah. And we saw how long Eric Garner was saying, I can't breathe, 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 I cannot breathe. Yeah. And his like, body is like fully stretched out. And given the US history, you have to put, I, I think it's just. And we don't the need to. The best comparison is yeah. just the calling it lynching. What's wild is that no one stepped in. And I know the reasons why, because obviously police brutality and there's just an imbalance of power between the state and the ordinary citizen in that US police officers are armed. And there's the understanding that they can use force against the ordinary citizen whenever they feel like it. The explanations that they need to give are basically ground level. 
there's no standard as as long as the officer can say oh i feared for my life mm. or, or i saw him reaching for a gun or i saw him reaching for an object which is wild because if you're in the u.s and everyone technically has can the carry. right to carry a weapon surely that shouldn't be the trigger that like allows you to be able to use your firearm against an ordinary citizen because they might have an, a a license to carry that that weapon like we saw with Fernando Castillo mm. hmm? then it's self-defense in that if the police attacks you then you're defending yourself and it's just an endless spiral of who's doing what mm-hmm. and also don't they have that thing where if someone else is on your property stand your ground laws yeah but, but then there's situations where police have gone into houses Breonna Taylor yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it just doesn't make sense. The whole thing just doesn't make any sense. That's the thing, though. It never was meant to. It's just it's a law to let people do what they I mean, want. It's a weird thing, it? The law is meant to facilitate the state, not the ordinary citizen. So, it's of course, it's never going to make yeah, sense. Yeah, I was going to say, gonna say like, the police have the monopoly on violence, like the mm-hmm. state have the monopoly on violence, but then American citizens have the right to bear arms as well. It's uh, a contradiction, isn't it? Not really. Because when the Constitution Constitution was written with that Second Amendment right of all citizens are allowed to bear arms, that was during the time of the Civil War. So essentially, by you being a soldier in that Civil War, you're acting on the behalf of the state. So really, all, all of this is about state violence. Uh, but just that just like permeates into like people thinking, as a citizen, I have the right to bear arms, which that's the way it's interpreted now, but that's not the way it was intended. Okay. Which is why you see this like dissonance between the ordinary citizen feeling like, well, I should be able to defend myself. That kind of makes but then sense. That then I was going to say, like, in America, obviously, black, it's a, it's a hard to put into words, but obviously, I'd say black people have never been part of that, that the people, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've always been on that outskirts. They're not, they're not citizens, even if they are literally citizens. They're not mm-hmm. citizens. They're, they're outside of the group, of they're not the people. Person. So they're not the state either when it comes to the right to bear arms. Because hmm. the people that were obviously allowed to bear arms, as you said, soldiers, ex-soldiers, general civilians, general white property-owning civilians. Um, which, yeah, yeah, okay. Hard to put into words. And then obviously the, the, the US context for the forming of the police forces comes from like, People that what was it called slave, slave catching, basically slave from patrols, slave, slave, slave patrols. Because the need for slave patrols, because obviously it's America was a frontier, so you had colonizing happening, you had slavery, you had um, chattel slavery happening, mm. you have a wild west environment where you have all these like property owners, mm. landowners with their own rights and their own freedoms. Yeah, the American dream. In quotations, the American dream. Yeah. So all these people have their individual. That's what can be a dream. That, it's yeah, never going to be reality. It's purely yeah, fictional. Yeah. But so they they needed something that binds. You know, the, well, they have a federal government, so it's like a all these individual states have an overarching body. What I'm trying to say is the police, comes from the slave patrols, which was like an overarching unit of state power that regulated black people. Mm-hmm. So the right to bear arms isn't in contradiction with like the state having the monopoly on violence in the US. Mm-hmm. It's it's same always, it just flows well. from the same source. Which is that the state has ultimate power. The state equals man man equals specifically white man or white people and then they are able to have the say on we kind of got distracted what the rules are because we were doing like what our initial responses to well this oh, is yeah. this is just it's, a natural flowing yeah. conversation though isn't it yeah this is what I mean it's this. not going to be structured because it's like a serious topic like it's a, not a um, reaction to just what the 
just the George Floyd Floyd murder situation as a whole. Is that what we're yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like in order to discuss that, you have to kind of understand like yeah, why police act the way they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is in terms of describing the facts. So in the beginning, I said that it was an issue with the shop owner thinking George Floyd was using counterfeit money, or he was writing back bad check. In either circumstance, that was revealed to not be true. So he was using genuine money, but just on the suspicion mm-hmm. of using um, improper money. Mm-hmm. He's essentially lost his lost his life, and I know what we're focusing a lot on Derek, that office, the Derek Chauvin, whatever his name is, and those three additional officers plus the guy that was standing there just looking at the crowd like like nothing's going on. More or less threatening the crowd, the crowd as well because his hand was on his waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But it's like there's also accountability on that shop owner. Mark was pretty much like. I think I watched a couple of the minutes of it and was like, it's another one, like, just another one. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying about Eric Garner, I was just like, these police officers know what's happened to Eric Garner and they've not sort of allowed that information to like soak into them to change their behaviour. Mm-hmm. Like you still thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to respond this way, even though there's been a highly publicised case of someone being strangled to death at the hands of police through a method such as this. But go on, what's you two, you two is, um, things, you two. Okay. This, is, this is your podcast, you know. Mm. I don't know. Of course you do. No, no I actually, because, because... I don't know how to... You're not on Twitter, so you're not going to have that, that news feed, and, but, so but it's not necessarily about the news feed, it's just like your own... My, my reaction to yeah. How yeah. do you verbalise your own feelings? About I don't even know how to mm-hmm. verbalise, because it was like, oh, as you said, like, oh, we said, oh, again. again. Yeah, oh. Another one. That was me. Oh, yeah, that was your response, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, like it's second nature at this point. You know how wild that is? You're not even like I'm twenty years. Like both years are under twenty, and you and you're both tired already. Like exactly. what, what even is that? Yeah, I think like the main thing I've seen on like social media and stuff as well is just the comparison between a white criminal and a suspected black person. Like with um, George Floyd, and I don't know who the, um, the example that was used as a white criminal, but the, some guy who was basically a mass murderer. Was and it the church murderer, the kid? Charleston, yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't, I only saw faces, I didn't see names, so it probably might have been. Mm-hmm. Any mass murderer? Any. Yeah, and he got a, like, they, got, they took him to um, a takeaway on his last meal on the way to prison, mm-hmm. and okay, George Floyd didn't, didn't even get. A chance to even get the opportunity to breathe, let alone get food or water or even checked on to see if he was okay, which is just wild to me. It just makes no sense. And then, um, some one one person on my Instagram who posted that and he was standing for the Black Lives Matter, um, a comment underneath his post was saying that. Um, it's clearly two different examples, two different police officers, but that's not necessarily the point, the point of what the post was about. And he was kind of like... Um, I mean, the point is that, that that same police officer would probably take the same... Yeah, the same approach. Would take the same approach, even in, in the mass murderers case. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd be arrested and looked after. Yeah, it just feels like there's this automatic um, like reaction that black people will just while out as soon as they get arrested. So then they need at least a minimum five officers or one person or something like that. For it's it's like a, just ingrained in everyone's brains that like black people are different to white people because we're super strong or something. We can take a certain. You don't feel pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't just absurd like stereotypes, which yeah. is. And that, like, slavery evolved us to be stronger and things like that. Which, Which is, like, ingrained into institutions and healthcare and schools and, like... Yeah. Because even the way, like, people um, talk about black women and things like that, 
it's like, of course, I think it was the video you were watching a few days ago, um, where they were talking about the how the black the black female is just this superior person oh, yeah. who's always helping everyone else, and, and we don't we, need support because because they're just, they are the same we have, yeah they are like strength in in personified yeah yeah I think the way that I describe it is just kind of like particularly when it comes to womanhood, is that white and some non-black females are afforded the label of handle with care, whereas black females don't get that that label. So like when it comes to things like um, dating or how fathers are supposed to raise their children or raise their daughters specifically and what they're supposed to expect from the men in their lives, there's this understanding that when a white woman says, okay, I want to be treated a certain way, I want someone to open the door for me, I want this and this and this the response is oh yeah she's 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 allowed to to, rec- to expect those things because you know she, you know women or specifically delicate women are yeah. delicate flowers they should be handled with care you know they're very beautiful and blah, blah, blah. but you don't get that same messaging messaging when it comes to black females in fact it's kind of enforced in the opposite direction that you know oh you don't need to, to worry about um she can just do it herself you know yeah. she, she can do it herself Every, everything mm-hmm. she can handle it or did she, has your daughter said that, oh, she needs help with something? Oh, she can handle it, it's fine. Or like teachers' responses to black females in in relation to white females, for example. There's a stark There's, difference it's there. It's unreal. I mean, that's all documented. I mean, you can read about it in, uh, what's the book called? Slay in Your Lane. Yeah. Is that about stuff? Based in school? Like, I'll link it. One of the chapters. One of the chapters covers education. Because um, the medical apartheid kind of stuff in that's a different book, of course. But is there a, the medical example as well? Yeah. So Everything. like, I mean, you yeah. can talk about so many things from the medical side. So like the um, so the speculum, so that gyne- gynecological instrument that's oh, used yeah. to like mm-hmm. um, inspect inside like the vaginal canal and stuff like that. That was developed from a guy who basically used his female slaves as experiments. experiments. Yeah. And he didn't administer anesthesia, anesthesia or yeah. any sort of like numbing. pain or numbing, numbing agents or anything. Because the belief was that black people as a whole don't feel as much pain. And that belief continues even to today. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge disparity between yeah. deaths so, of mm-hmm. different ethnicities. It's like when you look at the data as yeah, to well. when a black female will go to a GP and she'll report that she's in pain... A lot of GPs and nurses and doctors will report that, oh, she's just making it up a little bit. You know, we don't need to give her any mm-hmm. pain meds. Mm-hmm. Or that even when um, black mothers are given birth, the levels of pain medication that are given or the advice that's given to given from a nurse to the birthing mother is that, oh, it's fine, you don't need the, the epidural or you don't need the gas and air. You know, just get through it. It's not that bad. Mm. And there's also, like, the financial side of it as well. So, like, you go to a GP in, like, inner city Birmingham or something, they're on budgets, they're on tight budgets, they're on da 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 you need to run the balance, you need to, you need to cut back, you need to do something like that. You go to a GP in, I don't know, where we are, or, or in Solihull or something, mm-hmm. well, A, it's a private one because these people are these people are paying for their doctors. Mm-hmm. Anything they request, diagnosis, they're going to get. Yeah. And in fact, it will be offered. It will be offered. Oh, we're oh, just yeah, going yeah. to be... do this just to make sure. Exactly. Above and beyond, I'll go. So it's both both the scientific like reason of it, and then there's the financial like. Well, it's pseudoscience because it's pseudoscience. Not really, uh, well, well, it's scientific consent. Well, it it's been scientific consent, and it's obviously debunked by black people, black scientists, mm. uh, people that have, have some like some understanding of scientific racism. But that's pretty much still like scientific consensus. It's just wild that that's even the case. That it's like people still want to scientifically prove that black people are just different. I mean, there's a whole thing way. on it. What's that? What's that area of pseudoscience called? Is it like anthropology? Oh, yeah. Like eugenics. That. Yeah, eugenics. Mm. I mean, it's and then there's, alive, there's like that, like that, that breathing passing. and growing. Mm? It's alive and breathing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, Even when people will talk about, oh, well, that's just a black people thing, or, you know, these, this is a. Um, a black feature there's actually no no such thing as black features because if you look at the global population there's variety there's so many groups of people that have like for example like wide set noses or thick lips or darker skin or like very curly hair for example it's not mm-hmm. really just 
limited to descendants of people from West Africa, for example. Because that's just like a whole myth. Racism doesn't really exist, but because of the way it's um, been socialised, it's become this social construct, and now race means, some, mm. means something, which has now resulted in all of, all of what we just talked yeah. about. And then most recently, culminating in George Floyd's death. Mm. <sighs> so that's where we are right now. You 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 no because I was gonna say what what have we seen as people's reactions like people that aren't black what did you say non non black people of color. non black people of color and. Uh, other groups of people. I think for what surprised me as like an initial reaction was like um, expecting all of like there was this instant expectation that all of my um, white friends and everyone who's not black in my social circles would have to stand up and be like and be an extremist in that sense basically and actually stand up and be posting at least to acknowledge the situation. Um, but then I was having a discussion with um, LJ as well. Um, like, is that a, a correct expectation to have that they should instantly acknowledge their privileges? Like mm. That and yeah. the fact that they need to do it, or is it something that we need to make them aware of and is that an okay thing to do? to do and think like is it okay for i don't know what i was gonna say exactly um for them to like learn privately they don't have to post about it necessarily or not even that it was like that would be part of them being in support but mainly just as um so it's the question kind of around is it is it reasonable to expect other people to get it yeah and is it a thing that black people need to educate everyone on, or is that expectation of black people having to educate everyone a wrong expectation mm. to have? Because of course we we kind of know what's going on. We live although it. yeah we we live in it. But there's, we like we live in the information age, so so like yeah, there's, there's just, access. If, but if then, I want to learn about I don't know Indian imperialism, yeah, it takes me ten seconds. True, but then you have to, you have to, that has to be a thought in your mind. Exactly. But I would be interested in that because if I'm calling, say, like an Indian person my friend, I'm I'm, I'm also caring about what affects them. Mm. And I'm interested in their history. Mm. Just as a person, I'm interested in, like, I don't know, what what your parents, what your parents do. Even Um, like in actual conversation, yeah, you would You talk about your life. So if you're not interested in, like, the background and, like, the foundational stuff that's, like, set up my life, that brings into question as to whether we're really friends. Because the way that we will see other people, include white people, non-black people, whatever, and you'll mm. just see them as an individual. You'll just interact on a person-to-person basis. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if they bring up something like, oh, say if they say, um, oh, my, my granddad or someone in their family fought in the World War, you would ask questions about that just out of, out of natural inquisitive exactly. inquisitivity. Curiosity. You, curiosity. <laughs> you would just want to know more to be able to build up a deeper picture of who this person mm. is that you're calling your friend. If that's not happening in the reverse, then there's a mismatch between those two people's understanding of what humanity is. But then what what if that's a thing that's just not present? If if what's not present? The um, The curiosity on the white or non black person's side. Not not even that, just the and wanting to know the, their historical involvement and their family line and things like that. Because that's, that's what it would go towards, isn't it? Going towards if they were involved in the World War, the example you used. Mm. That would have to be a, a topic of a subject that you're actually trying to bring up. But if that's not even present, because in the conversations that I'm, I've had with my friends, like, that's not what we're talking about. But they're still close friends to me. So it's like... It has, of course, there would be an imbalance if I was asking them and they weren't asking me about like mm. any type of. Um, uh, I guess you at that age when you don't really talk about current events too much because if you talk about current events, you can never talk about them like in isolation. I don't think that's an age thing. 
that's kind of what I'm saying because then that that would lead to an expectation that they should be able to understand how I'm feeling um, like with George Floyd's murder they, like all my friends should know how I'm feeling so they should voice that in their own way and not on my behalf but for their own person just out, just out of Empathy it's and just feeling. Yeah. Because the thing is, when you're when you're talking with your friend and you're just describing, just say this like it's not even to do with race or anything. Mm. But you're just describing, say like an argument you've had with somebody else. The way that you're describing your issue with this other person, you're expecting your friend to not not even necessarily agree with you, or to be able to understand where you're angry. But you want them to be able to listen. listen you want them to be able country. to see things from your your side. And then when you come into come into contact with that person you've had an argument with. You expect your friend to be able to back you. Or at least to be able to stand close to you and be like, she said what she said, or he said what he said, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not seeing that at least effort as just like, no, this is my friend, and I'm going to treat this like... Because it's like, you don't call people friends that you don't see yourself in. So it's like, if there's part of you that you see in me, but you don't want to defend me, there's something wrong. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. But then like... Is that an age thing where you have to, where that becomes um, a thing where you really type, where you really kind of stand up for things, like a maturity thing? Because no. I, you know, no. 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 Then, because some people don't. People even feel use that as an, as an excuse. You mm. like, oh. Yeah, and it's excuse as well. And it's like, I don't care if you were twelve years old. You have brain cells. When I was twelve. I wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. But also, though, I expect when, the same. But to be fair, when we're talking about things about race and skin colour, there's a certain understanding that black people, black children will have at an earlier age that some white children or non-black children will not have had to face. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, for all of us, there was a point at which you realised that, oh, I'm black. And that means something to some people. Do, do you not... Should we say when you realise we're black? <laughs> <laughs> I looked in the mirror one day. Well, I mean, um, not that you realise you're black, but it's that you're black and it means something. I don't yeah, even know. Yeah. I, I remember at Westacre, someone called me Indian. And I was like... <laughs> That's I'm actually not, not what I am. <laughs> I mean, it's fair play because actually I don't know any... There was like a couple, like two or three of us Jamaicans that didn't really talk about race or anything. Like obviously, you're not going to talk I to mean, random you're kids. Yeah, school, you're you're in Indian school. Yeah. So I was called Jamaican, I was like, I mean, it called Indian, I was like, I was just put them like, I'm not Indian, you know. And they're like, so what are you? And I'm like, I'm black. And, and yeah, it just kind of clocked like that. I think, I, I feel like I had a similar situation like that. But more for one obvious one that stands out was um, how I was treated by teachers yeah. in, in uh, primary school. Primary school? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, actually. Was it junior? That. Junior or infant? Junior. Infant as well. Uh, for infant. We probably didn't notice it, but we, we saw it. In retrospect, yeah. yes, but not at the time. Yeah, I... not at the time. Because either way, I was I was sometimes naughty anyway. But then I was still one of the best. Children. The children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was still one of the favourite students. But still <laughs> one of the worst. So I was kind of both sides anyway, with just behaviour and stuff. Yeah, so for, for me, it was mainly the treatment of teachers that kind of showed me that I was black. Because I'd get treated differently. But I didn't, I, I don't even think I'd be able to like name or like say how now. I just know it was different. You felt something was off. Yeah. Year five, you couldn't even name how. Um, yeah, yeah the teacher talked about. Year five. What's a name? We can blur our names and chop it up anyway. What's the W? That was year three. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just, I was just sitting up close at that point. Draw my fire. I know I didn't like that, I just didn't know why. Yeah. There, there was always a treatment was like me and Sky. There was always a dis- different type of treatment that we would Who's get. Who's Sky? Um, Sky he's my best friend and he's like. I know. Oh. Yeah, at the at the time of being in um primary school, he was like he was basically like another to me at that point. He was just another brother because of that because we always used to fight and stuff like that same way. So 
Armed with the police and these people. That was funny. The what? We, we, were, we were hoping to turn around. Can we say yeah, what, please? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you've given your example, the mom, the, the moment when you felt or you realised realize you were black. And like, but, other, like, that, but other people can see it as well. Rather yeah. than, but it's not just a descriptor thing. Yeah. It's like goes beyond just, I tick this box on the form. But for me, that it's only really hit me like towards it. Like, I knew I was black, but it didn't really have an impact mm. Yeah. to me until... Until like until the age of school. So Jamal, yours was um, probably year three dealing with teachers, mm. uh, and the difference in treatment made me realise that I was black. But then, like the effect of that really was that because even in those situations dealing with teachers and like they'd call mom and dad in, and mom and dad would be saying like they, they that's not right. They treat you differently, and that's not okay. Mm. To me, I was just like. Uh, yeah, I did. I was wrong in some places anyway, and I, I'd already accepted that, but I didn't see that the treatment was to a different level. Yeah, because it's, so it's a wrong thing to identify you've done something wrong or you've done something right. But it's also different to say what level of punishment you're going to hand out to one student versus another. Mm-hmm. So, what about your DA Kayla? I know Kayla's can't read. My memory is. And that existence. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, you. Where's you go? You. I actually worry for you. You know. Yeah, that's such a, like, You have a memory of a goldfish. I know. It's really bad. Anyway. But yeah, when did I realise I was black and that it meant something? Um, I think just being on the playground, in junior school, I was maybe year four. When I was like, was it guy that yeah? No. Like then year four then. Year four, was it year three. four? Yeah, and um, because in our junior school, though this playground was split between upper and lower school, so you'd have year three and year four on the right hand side, and then year five, year six on the left hand side. Because I did that. Yeah. So I'm I'm just standing in the middle of the playground, and I was just look, just like thinking to myself, like there's actually no reason why I can't go on year five and six side, and I just thought that's like a like like a mentor imaginary barrier mm. that we all like comply to yeah. for no reason was, nah, you get caught and then, we get caught it's like it's on the long side I mean yeah, yeah I wouldn't actually do it but I was just like I was just thinking like oh I should stop here and I was just like why do I feel like I have to stop there's nothing actually there mm. <laughs> and you I was just, just like and then just as the back yeah and then just as the I guess that kind of triggered something in my head to think like what other invisible barriers are there not necessarily barriers, but just invisible Such things. Mm, yeah, I wasn't that. I was. I had a lot. <laughs> we didn't have the internet back then, so. <laughs> or rather, we didn't that's, have access. That's actually brain like year four, just here, just <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of no. all things, just. <laughs> it's very articulate it now, and I can like go back retroactively to kind of like identify what I was feeling. Yeah, true. But at the time, I was just like, hmm, this is weird. I guess, like, in the back of my head, I was just like, what else is out there that we comply to but isn't really a real thing? And then, like, when we would in... There'd be, like, certain teachers at that school, and I'd be like, hmm, why are they treating this person differently or why are they treating me differently? Mm-hmm. It was more like a teacher's thing. Yeah. And I just thought, I just thought, oh, adults are stupid. <laughs> or just, like, they don't actually... They haven't had me as a student to know, like, how good of a student I am. So they're that's just, like... They're just, they're, they're just assuming that all students our age are bad. So I was just like, oh, it could be, but whatever. But that didn't really like solidify the thought of like, it's because I'm something different about me. Oh. And then, then it was like this secondary interaction like with, um, I wouldn't say anyone in particular, but I would kind of notice like certain things that would be said to me that wouldn't be said to other white students. And so this, this is just white or non-black students. Like they describe me as like, oh, she's very athletic or... Or whenever we're talking about sports, for example. Oh, yeah, 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 I want DJ on my team. She's really fast. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I am, but a lot of you like, are as well. So it's not necessarily that... You're superior. Yeah, like, I'm not necessarily superior in that sense. Or, like, whatever. I or, like, this. in class, for example. Like, if I'm putting my hand up, or the students just, like, looking over me. Or, like, teachers looking over me. And I'm just like... Oh, it's just because they can't see me. But then after that thing like triggered in my mind of like what invisible things are mm-hmm. in place that we can't really see but have 
an impact on us. And I was just like, because I, I knew that racism was a thing, but I just thought it was a thing that was outside of our, outside of our household, outside of our area. Like, I just thought like, oh, well, our, our area is different because it's mixed, which really, really wasn't because to be fair, there was only like three black students in the class, in our yeah. year group rather. So in the how mixed group. was it? Yeah. Including, wow, <laughs> wow. Was it three? And there was like five of us all I together. Think, I think it got more five. as it went down. Right, I think yeah. it got more. I had we had so many. No, I want to say I'm five. Just name like ten or something. Mm. Five. I was on. Oh no, I wasn't the only black female. There's two, three. Oops. There was a lot more but none of us were in the same class though, which is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of felt isolated when you're in classes. So it was like you would only be the only black kid in the class. But anyway, that's how I kind of realised over time. I remember black and Indian yeah, um, I think it was yeah. unless this was a dream, I don't I can't just, See that's where it gets you messed up because you don't know what's a dream or what's I can't real. distinguish anymore. So this is why you need better memory man. <laughs> I think I was out it was summer. Do you remember the water bottles we had? Doing the water bottle job, like you have someone tasks with water bottle duty. Yeah, Ooh. I think. I was and it was like school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is when I think I've clocked or something. Mm. And we'll get. And you're obviously out like, because you're in teacher's back. Oh, yeah. I like teachers. Yeah, teachers like me. It was chill. <laughs> anyway, until. Yeah. Water bottles. I was taking. I think it was sports day or something. Or some kind of PE. So I was getting, I was on, I asked to get the water for some reason because I just wanted to leave lessons probably. So I was going in and I think I had a partner with me. Carry on. I just remembered something. I had a partner with me and I think they said like something like, um, oh, if I go on holiday or if I stay out in the sun, I'll look like you or something. That, or like that something about said do you, so many times to me. I've never actually had that one. It's so it's like mm. okay. So this was a student. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or something like oh, what would happen? Would do you go darker if you stay in the sun or something? Oh, like that, that one. Yeah. Something. Mm. Something along those lines. Mm. And I was like, actually, now that you say it, there's there's so like, there's, there's a lot of like little things. things. Just like, I guess on their side that are just innocent. They just don't know. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, is that okay for a child to say? Because mm. it, the the idea of like them going in the sun and getting dark to the point where they are like us to me that would make sense. Because there wouldn't be a difference in race wouldn't have been a thing anyway. In your childlike brain. Yeah, mm. in my childlike brain like, that would that to me that would have been an, an, an okay question. That's valid because it's like yeah. Right, <laughs> I can see how you. On that side, like you are being the sun man. Wow. Mm. Like, what? Like, but you're like crispy, man. What you are you doing? You're not because you're like tanned, I just realised. Yeah. What point are you trying to make? You're just no, dark and loud. Oh, in this moment. <laughs> 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 you just made me general. I was just like, excuse me. <laughs> just crispy. You're like tanned, <laughs> So yeah, and I think there was a film club and they turned the lights off and someone was like, oh, I can't see Kayla. And I was like... That happened. Was that like junior school? This is primary. So, yes, primary school. Junior school. Oh, is it? Junior, same. Because remember, we didn't go to primary school, we went to um, junior. Infant. Oh. Junior. I thought it was the same. No, because we went to two separate things. Hopkins is junior. Both of those schools are collectively called primary school. Which is our mum's school, is a primary school, because both of them. Goes all the way up. Mm. So, like, mum's school and, like, my first school, you just go straight through. Because I'd, I'd separate infant primary as um, as junior. Because in the main my head, that's what it was. So you thought junior was primary? Yeah. yeah same so thing. includes infant as well. And then, obviously, secondary is secondary. Mm. Oh, I think school. the thing I remembered, it's like, as you were saying, um, about like, the comments and stuff, mm. I just remembered that... Um, so I was again, again, year four was quite a transformative time. <laughs> and what a, what a mind. You became enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, it's uh, that same moment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same moment. In the centre of all things in the middle of the programme. 
planets revolving. <laughs> you had an open mind. Like, 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 no, no. Um, so in your four, you know, at the start of the day, and you have just normal class, and then you're reading your book, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was over. I was putting our books books away, and we're getting started for the first lesson. So everyone's talking, 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 as children do, just talking, talking, talking until the the teacher's ready at the front of the class. That day, uh, we had. Excuse me. What? Animals. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um. So yeah, everyone, everyone's talking, 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 whatever. I'm just having not even like a big conversation, but I just thought, oh, let me just say my couple of words to whoever's next to me before we start. Ah, uh, I know how this goes. Yeah. Um, that particular day, we didn't have, we didn't have our normal teacher. We had a substitute teacher. Is it so the she, same one day? No. It's a not substitute. the same one. Is it same? We no, it's a substitute. Sub, not the one, although she was also problematic. But She was bad. What, one. red? No. No. Uh, red? Mrs. Anyway, Maxwell. So, Mrs. Maxwell. Maxfield. Maxfield. The one I'm on about. So she stops the class like normal. Uh, and we all like circle down, circle down, mm. circle down, circle down. And um, she points in my general direction. And she's just like, no. Absolutely. I, no. So I'm just thinking, oh, I've missed something. Like something's gone on. I'm looking left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. What's what's happened? I'm thinking someone's done something outrageous, and then and something's and she's gonna pop off. And so I'm just like I'm trying to like follow her line of sight, to like where exactly is this woman looking? Because I was just like, I looked to myself. I was just like, okay, she's not, and looked to the person to my left. They're, everybody else is looking around like, what's this woman talking about? Mm. And then I'm like, I'm tracking where she's looking. She's looking directly at me. And she's kind of like pointing, not like outwards, but just kind of like in my general direction. Grasping the And end. then she says that, just like, no. And then this kind of like stern look on her face. Like, you know like how teachers will, teachers will kind of like catch something that's happening with one of the students and then give a look? Yeah. And you're like, no, I see you. <laughs> that kind of like, it's, the, it's the, uh, uh, that kind of look. Yeah. And I'm just like, what is this woman on about? And I'm really racking my brains. It's like, did I not stop talking at the same time as everybody else? And all, like, even after the class, I was just like, really, I was asking other people, like, do you know what she was at me? And because I like I pointed to myself and I was just like, kind of like asking non-verbally, like mm. talking to me, and she was just like. Like, again, that stern look to kind of, like, confirm, like, yeah, I'm talking to you. And I'm fully baffled. Like, what is this woman talking about? I've not done nothing. I literally looked at my hands and I was just like, about, am I holding something? Did I, did I like, did I black out and, like, hit somebody or something? Exodus and I'm fully crazy. just like, I have no clue as to what the, the issue, issue was. It's like, in that moment, I was just like, I read, there's no other reason for her to, to point me out like that. I was the only black child in the class. And it's like, does it have something to do with my skin colour? And she, is she making an assumption about me based on what I'm looking like, what I look like? Mm. And it's like, the, and it's like in that moment, it's not just like, oh, that's a problem with her. It was also the realisation that, that there's nothing I can do about it. Like, it doesn't matter if I've got top grades. It doesn't matter if I've read... Um, say goblet of fire in like three days or whatever it doesn't matter all of these like different achievements that i've got she's coming to this class as a substitute teacher she's made whatever assumptions and then she's targeted me in this way i mean there might be other explanations for it but it's just in that moment for myself i was just thinking like i I really don't know what this woman is talking about but it's just kind of what was most hurtful was just like i there's nothing I can yeah. say to this person that would change their viewpoint. Like, I can't perform to please them because whatever their viewpoint is, is what it's going to be. Mm. But then as you were saying about like the little comments and stuff, mm. like from students, I just get stuff like, like if I went to school with braids one day, oh, how, how did your hair grow that long? 
Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah. I, this is why I think it's a good thing. My brain just wipes. <laughs> traumatic events. Yeah. yeah. Is that a traumatic question? Not traumatic, but it's just, just like, like a, annoyance and it's, it's constant. A reflective question because it kind of makes you think like you don't know. Hmm. And it's or not fun like, being a victim of it either. It's, it's not something I to. I don't think we, we viewed ourselves as a victim, but it was nah, just kind of like a self conscious thing. It's like, now you're kind of thinking, oh, there's a way that I see myself that other people don't see. Mm. So, like, between us, we know why we cream our skin after we come out of swimming. Oh, my gosh. Mm. That's another <laughs> That was a drama. Wait, it was a drama for you lot as well, as girls, because it was, like, a non-manly thing to do to moisturise. To moisturise? Yes. Oh, whatever. I, I never had Different it as time. a non-manly thing, but there was always a question of, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is this? Yeah. What, what's, what's going on? Like, every time after swimming, I'd always have cream and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd always try and shower at least. And that, that cleanliness was another thing that would be questioned. Because mm. for some reason... Like, yes, I was but do you wash your hair? Yeah. Yes! Do you wash oh my gosh! How do you wash it when it's in plants? Um, you don't. You take it out, you wash your hair like normal. And you put it back in. I just you stopped. don't wash your hair every day? Oh, no, it's the tone. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the tone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like... Yeah, it wasn't just the, the question. It was the fact that your tone of voice implies that you're disgusting. Yeah. Mm. That the way I go about washing myself, cleansing myself, with just general grooming is different to you. But it's weird though, because oh, I look at that person and there's still green crust. Do you know what I mean? Nasty. You know what, Ewoks falling <laughs> out the ears. If I tell you the, the things that I saw. And they're Crispy asking nose, if I am dribble. Clean. Exactly. And they're asking if I am clean. Sweat and it's still got the toothpaste in the corner of the mouth as well. Like, Just no. stale breath. How do you brush your teeth and breast those things? I think that's why I was like, I ne- the cream thing. I was, I always was like, put. I they never, I never felt a certain type of way because I was like, you're just, you can't know. because I know how my body reacts when I have exactly even for an hour after coming out, like half an hour after coming out of the shower. I know how my body looks. Mm-hmm. So, and you've never done that before. Yeah. Cri- that is Like, the way dryness feels on your skin. You're brittle. Not, you know sometimes when your skin doesn't necessarily look like it's dry, but you know you need cream. Mm. But it's like, okay, so this... It wasn't like I didn't know that why people didn't cream up. But it was just like, you're really going around with just crispy skin, you know? Mm. But you like just this, feel like, it. If like, this isn't a daily is... habit, you don't feel like you need water... Or mm. something on your skin. Like when your face is dry, oh. you know that you But then you're cream. questioning me, like I'm mad. Mm. That's why I never, I, that's why I think I never felt a certain type of way. Because I was like, mm. you're just a, don't, or you about, can't come. Or about the hair roll thing either. Because one thing was like, be like hair's hair greasy. Hair yeah. Your hair's so greasy. I had that in God. secondary school. I was yeah. like, are you yeah, a yeah, child? That's, that's what happened really. Like, like, it's, it was irrelevant. I don't think it was a question in junior school. We are so far left to what we're supposed to be talking about. No, this is what we're... It's more it's multiple, it, multiple. It, it plays yeah. into our experience, aren't yeah. it? Mm. Also, because yeah. it would come from <coughs> black people as well. What is Really? About yeah. hair, yeah. And you'd be like... Like, I had, I had some um, mixed mixed heritage well, people where they'd be asking, why is your hair so greasy? And, like, they'd kind of... I tell them why, and they'll be like, mm. oh, "Okay," but then everyone else who wasn't black in any way would just be like, "That's weird, man." Mm. So weird. But that's also like recognizing that there's a difference between black people. I think I, I didn't really clock onto that until like secondary school. But then, but, like, we don't do that when it comes to like, I don't know. I remember this like a, this much as another school, and we were asking questions, and we we're like, it was just purely out of intrigue because I'd never heard of like. Their kind of practices, their kind of like what washing. About? Like, it's, it's, why is it that white people do this in a certain way where it's like complete disgust at anything different? Mm. Instead of just like. And then when we're asking oh, like questions. Curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curiosity. Asking, just to make sure you're not a, like stepping school was like seats in yeah. yeah. a Muslim guy. That's and we were just asking him questions and it was like the most chill thing. And yeah, I'd like even brought him to school the next day mm. with like different like perfumes his mom had. Mm. It was just yeah. showing us and it was like, this, it was like, this is pretty sick, you know. Hmm. And it used to explain the difference between like water, water like perfumes, and like per- perfume, perfume, chemical like chemical. oil perfume based, yeah. oil based perfume. I was like, this is interesting, you know. Hmm. There's intrigue and there's just fastness and yeah. like 
the way you go about asking or like, disrespect. I mean, you, you could even be fast. I, I can I can even permit fastness. Yeah. But yeah. it's the judgment of what the response is that I'm. It's like, I'm not. Yeah. What like what is that from? Because like, if you're a child, I feel like all children will are inquisitive and mm. don't have no bounds as to what they're gonna say. Mm. And I never took it in a sort of like a 